0: Chapter 10. Now the Philistines were fighting against Israel, and the men of Israel went in flight before the Philistines, falling down wounded in Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines went hard after Saul and his sons, and put to death Jonathan and Abinadab and Malchishua, the sons of Saul. And the fight was going against Saul, and the archers came across him, and he was wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to the servant who had the care of his arms Take your sword and put it through me before these men without circumcision come and make sport of me but his servant full of fear would not do so then saul took out his sword falling on it himself and when his servant saw that saul was dead he did the same and came to his death so death overtook saul and his three sons all his family came to an end together and when all the men of israel who were in the valley saw that the men of israel had gone in flight and that saul and his sons were dead they went in flight away from their towns and the Philistines came and took them for themselves. Now the day after, when the Philistines came to take their goods from the dead, they saw Saul and his sons dead in Mount Gilboa, and they took everything off him, and took his head and his wardress, and sent word into the land of the Philistines round about to give the news to their gods and to the people. And they put his wardress in the house of their gods, and put up his head in the house of Dagon. And when the news came to Jabesh Gilead of what the Philistines had done to Saul. All the fighting men came up and took away Saul's body and the bodies of his sons, and took them to Jabesh, and put their bones to rest under the oak tree in Jabesh, and took no food for seven days. So death came to Saul because of the sin which he did against the Lord, that is, because of the word of the Lord which he kept not, and because he went for directions to one who had an evil spirit, and not to the Lord, for this reason, he put him to death and gave the kingdom to David, the son of Jesse. Chapter 11. Then all Israel came together to David at Hebron, and said, Truly, we are your bone and your flesh. In the past, when Saul was king, it was you who wanted the head of Israel when they went out or came in, and the Lord your God said to you, You are to be the keeper of my people Israel, and their ruler. So all the responsible men of Israel came to the king at Hebron, and David made an agreement with them in Hebron before the Lord, and they put the holy oil on David and made him king over Israel as the Lord had said by Samuel. Then David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, which is Jebus, and the Jebusites, the people of the land, were there. And the people of Jebus said to David, You will not come in here. But still, David took the strong place of Zion, which is the town of David. And David said, The first to overcome the Jebusites will be chief and captain. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, went up first and became chief. And David took the strong tower for his living place, so it was named the town of David. And he took in hand the building of the town all round, starting from the millow, and Joab put the rest of the town in order. And David became greater and greater in power, because the Lord of armies was with him. Now these are the chief of David's men of war who were his strong supporters in the kingdom, and, with all Israel, made him king. As the Lord had said about Israel, this is the list of David's men of war, Ishbal, the son of Ahachmanite, the chief of the three, he put to death three hundred at one time with his spear. And after him was Eliezer, the son of Dodo the Ahite, who was one of the three great fighters. He was with David at Padamim, where the Philistines had come together for the fight, near a bit of land full of barley, and the people went in flight before the Philistines. And he took up his position in the middle of the bit of land and kept back their attack, and overcame the Philistines, and the Lord gave a great salvation. And three of the thirty went down to David, to the rock, into the strong place of Adulam, and the army of the Philistines had taken up their position in the valley of Rephim. At that time David had taken cover in the strong place, and an armed force of the Philistines was in Bethlehem. And David, moved by a strong desire, said, if only someone would give me a drink of the water from the waterhole of Bethlehem by the doorway into the town. So the three, forcing way through the Philistine army, got water from the waterhole of Bethlehem, by the doorway into the town, and took it back to David, but David would not take it, but made an offering of it, draining it out to the Lord, saying, By my God, far be it from me to do this. How may I take as drink the lifeblood of these men who have put their lives in danger? So he did not take it. These things did the three great men of war. And Abishai, the brother of Joab, was chief of the thirty, for he put to death three hundred with his spear, but he had not a name among the three. Of the thirty, he was the noblest, and was made their captain, but he was not equal to the first three. Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, a fighting man of eel, had done great acts, he put to death two young lions going into their secret place and he went down into a hole and put a lion to death in time of snow, and he made an attack on an Egyptian, a very tall man about five cubits high, armed with a spear like a cloth worker's rod, he went down to him with a stick, and pulling his spear out of the hand of the Egyptian, put him to death with that same spear. These were the acts of Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, who had a great name among the thirty men of war. He was honored over the thirty, but he was not equal to the first three. And David put him over his servants. And these were the great men of war, Asahel, the brother of Joab, Elanan the son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shamoth the Herodite, Hals the Pelonite, Ira, the son of Ikish the Tekoite, Abiazer the Anathothite, Sibekai the Hoshithite, Iliahite, Maharai the Natophathite, Hold, the son of Baana the Natophathite, Itai, the son of Ribbi of Gibeah, of the children of Benjamin, Beniah the Baraphanite. Harai of Nahal-Gash, Abiel the Arbathite, Asmavath of Bahurim, Eliabah the Shalbanite, the sons of Hashem the Gizonite, Jonathan, the son of Shaz the Hererite, Ahyam, the son of Sakar the Hererite, Eliphil, the son of Ur, Hepar the Mecharethite, Ahijah the Pelonite, Hezro the Carmelite, Neri, the son of Ispai, Joel, the brother of Nathan, Mivor, the son of Hagri, Zealot the Ammonite. And Naharai the Berathite, the servant who had the care of the arms of Joab, the son of Zeruiah, Ira the Ithrite, Garib the Ithrite, Uriah the Hittite, Zabad, the son of Ali, Adiniah, the son of Shizad the Reubenite, a chief of the Reubenites. And thirty with him, Hanan, the son of Makkah, and Joshaphat the Mithnite, Uzziah the Ashtarathite, Shama, and Jeel, the sons of Hadam the Aroarite, Jejel, the son of Shimri. And Jah his brother, the Tizite, Allel the Mahavite, and Jerobi and Jashavia, the sons of Elnim, and Ithmah the Mobite, Elil and Obed, and Hasiel the Mazobite. Chapter 18. He who keeps himself separate for his private purpose goes against all good sense. A foolish man has no pleasure in good sense, but only to let what is in his heart come to light. When the doer comes a low opinion comes with him, and with the loss of honor comes shame. The words of a man's mouth are like deep waters, the fountain of wisdom is like a flowing stream. To have respect for the person of the evildoer is not good, or to give a wrong decision against the upright. A foolish man's lips are a cause of fighting, and his mouth makes him open to blows. The mouth of a foolish man is his destruction, and his lips are a net for his soul. The words of one who says evil of his neighbor secretly are like sweet food, and go down into the inner parts of the stomach. He who does not give his mind to his work is brother to him who makes destruction. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the upright man running into it is safe. The property of a man of wealth is his strong town, and it is as a high wall in the thoughts of his heart. Before destruction the heart of man is full of pride, and before honor goes a gentle spirit. To give an answer before hearing is a foolish thing and a cause of shame. The spirit of a man will be his support when he is ill, but how may a broken spirit be lifted up? The heart of the man of good sense gets knowledge, the ear of the wise is searching for knowledge. A man's offering makes room for him, letting him come before great men. The man who first puts his cause before the judge seems to be in the right, but then his neighbor comes and puts his cause in its true light. The decision of chance puts an end to argument. Parting the strong. A brother wounded is like a strong town, and violent acts are like a locked tower. With the fruit of a man's mouth his stomach will be full, the produce of his lips will be his in full measure. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those to whom it is dear will have its fruit for their food. Whoever gets a wife gets a good thing, and has the approval of the Lord. The poor man makes requests for grace, but the man of wealth gives a rough answer. There are friends who may be a man's destruction but there is a lover who keeps nearer than a brother.